Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. On this week's episode, we are just going to have a little casual talk about the non-beauty related things that we like, our hobbies, our interests, like what we do on our in our free time. Um, yeah, it's going to be very casual. And yeah, we hope you stay tuned. So we'll be right back. Welcome back. So I know we'd love to talk about all things beauty, but today we're just not going to do that. We're going to talk about other things. How do we feel? Feel good about it. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start off with some of the other podcasts that I listen to. So I am not like a huge podcast junkie. um, Unlike some other members of our family, like I know Steve, Mm -hmm. uh, Laura's husband, who also hosts his own podcast, the 138th Simpsons podcast. <laughs> he listens to podcasts pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Um, I only listen to, I faithfully listen to only three podcasts right now, and they're all true crime related. Wow. So. What do you like? Let me tell you. Mm. So ever since Laura told me about Dateline having oh. a podcast, basically it's an audio version of their episodes. They just upload to Spotify like four days a week. Um, I have caught up on every single one that they've ever uploaded. <laughs> um, I love Dateline. I love it. I it's love great. a good true crime story. <laughs> well, and it really, and it, and it still translates well, even though you're not seeing the show, you are still getting the entire story. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I like that they actually do, um, like current events mm-hmm. and they actually do updates on old cases that they've covered in the past, Ooh. which is really interesting. Um, I don't. I think I've, I haven't even really seen an episode of, excuse me, of Dateline, like, on TV, just because I don't watch cable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, because Keith Morrison is hilarious. Oh my god, um, his voice is iconic. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dateline NBC on Spotify, like, all their episodes are there, and if you have, like, if you like a particular host, they actually have playlists of the episodes that each particular host has done oh so there's like a keith morrison playlist smart there's an andrea canning playlist Mm -hmm. a josh mankowitz if you like him oh my god yeah so (laughs) it's all there for you okay um another spotify exclusive podcast that i listen to and Mm. love um probably not everyone's cup of tea but i think it's hilarious it's called last podcast on the left Mm -hmm. and this is also a true crime horror alien comedy podcast hosted by these three guys and honestly it's just the way that they can make light of serial killer things like i'm literally like laughing out loud every time i listen to a podcast of theirs um it's not it a lot of it is can be pretty gory like they're covering a really horrible serial killer right now and they kind of go into detail of you know what he does to his victims but then they always make jokes it's like obviously they're never victim blaming but they always just talk shit about the murders and stuff because obviously yeah go for it (laughs) um they cover like true crime they have serial killers they do alien related things Uh, yeah it's just it kind of like runs the gamut of like true crime and horror stuff so it's super super funny um, if you're into dark humor, I recommend it. They also have an episode that they put out once a week as well called Side Stories, and it's kind of like the current true crime events going on, and it's almost always hilarious. So if you like that kind of stuff, give it a go. I love it a lot. The third 
And final one that I listen to all the time would be True Crime Obsessed. Mm-hmm. So all three podcasts are true crime. <laughs> uh, and so True Crime Obsessed is hosted by these two best friends. Um, and basically, this is a podcast that reviews true crime documentaries. That so is, it's such a good one. I turned Karina onto that. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, the host Jillian and Patrick, like Patrick's laugh, like sends me rolling like every episode. He just gets he hysterical. scream laughs and mm. like everything. Um, yeah, so they're another really great one. Um, I've listened to like a couple of like. The super famous podcasts, like, serial, but obviously it's, you know, it's just, like, a one-off kind of a thing. I listen to one-off podcasts here and there, but this, these are the three ongoing podcasts that I listen to faithfully. Mm-hmm. So, what do you listen to? Okay, well, since being furloughed and now leaving the job that I had a lot of time to listen to podcasts or audiobooks, like, at work itself, because mm-hmm. I was more in the back, in the stock room... You know, I wasn't really like on the sales floor helping people. So I have my podcast listening has dropped dramatically. Oh. Um, it's been really hard for me to catch up now that there's so many episodes of things. I get kind of overwhelmed and I'm a completionist. Like I want to listen to every single, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to listen to every single episode. Um, and it's hard for me to skip around and like pick and choose what I want. Mm-hmm. But... I do listen to quite a few podcasts. I would say the top three right now, uh, I'm not really listening to them regularly, but if I was, it would be Forever 35, mm-hmm. which, which is hosted by Kate Spencer and Dori Shafrir, and they talk about self-care, and they talk about beauty quite a bit, but it, it, it's definitely turned into more of like a, a weekly check-in with each other. They have ho- um, guests each week. And they both have written books, so there are a lot of talks with writers and women in general. And it's just a great podcast to feel like you're not really alone. Like, it just feels like you're talking to friends. And I really enjoy that podcast. That one's a really great one if you feel like, you know, you just like to talk about self-care. If just like... It's very calming. Very calming. Their voices are soothing. They're very low stakes, low drama. (laughs) You know, like we're all just kind of like dealing with COVID and like they always check in with each other each week now that they do their podcasts um, from their own homes. Um, And then, oh God, I used to listen to Fat Mascara a lot, which is a beauty podcast. I've kind of dropped off listening to that podcast. I don't know, like... They're both beauty editors, but I also find them out of touch with, like, the average consumer, you know what I mean? (laughs) Because they get products and treatments free from brands, and so it can kind of remove them from what a real person, you know, does or or purchases in, like, you know, a realistic sense. Um, But they have had big names on there. Kathleen Lights was on there. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian was just on there. I've listened to a bunch of them. I'm just, I don't know, I'm not really in the mood to listen to them right now. And then another offshoot of Forever 35 is G Thanks Just Bought It. (laughs) And I love this podcast because it's basically a podcast about product recommendations. So each week the host, Caroline Moss, interviews a person and they bring a recommendation of an item that they bought and loved. Uh And everybody like gets on the like in this same like buying trend like somebody this one I think she's an author she recommended these 
overalls that are like these baggy linen overalls and literally like everybody has bought these overalls and say it's amazing (laughs) um but i also want to talk that g thanks just bought it every week they host a two dollar thursday donation like chip in and if you pay her two dollars on venmo and her venmo is at so caroline says two dollars every thursday she raises money for a different charity and i think so far um They've raised $20,000 in the last, like, eight weeks just for people's, like, spare change on Venmo. Wow. So it's been really fun. It's something super easy that you can donate to every week that doesn't cost a lot of money. It's just $2. Just empty your Venmo account and send it to her. And uh, lately they've been doing Donors Choose, which is public school teachers um, funding specific school supplies or projects for their classrooms. Mm -hmm. So they've raised a ton of money. And also, she got me started on selling my clothes and accessories on the Anxiety Marketplace. That's right. So this Instagram is called the Anxiety Marketplace, and they started during COVID. And it is a way for people to shop secondhand, and you can sell as well. I've sold a bunch of stuff. Like, I've made like $300 doing this. Just selling my old clothes and shoes and accessories. And it's a great community. They update it every single day. You can shop by the hashtag, like, if you have a different size in mind. And it's been great. I bought a really pretty wool coat from uh, Caroline Moss. I have it hanging in my closet. It's a Brit, like a brand new Liz Claiborne, like vintage wool coat. Wow. <laughs> cool. um, but it's a great way to earn a little bit of cash. And then 20% of all of the proceeds go to charity. So it's another way I've been trying to, like, you know, use my time and money to donate to causes. Back to podcasts, I love a a limited series podcast, Mm -hmm. especially a limited series true crime podcast. Yep. I've listened, I've listened to so many. Number one, Serial season one. It's like the podcast that will never go away because it was the podcast that started the true crime obsession in podcasting media. Oh yeah. So true crime, uh, serial number one, season one. Uh, some, the only season that matters. The really. only one, yeah. Uh, what else were really great ones? Bear Brook, my, the teacher's pet. Doctor um, Death was Doctor horrifying. Doctor Death, Dirty John, Dirty John. Yeah. All of Wondery makes really great podcasts that are like a limited series. What um, was it? S Town, Man in the Window, S Town. Yeah. There are some really great ones. ones. Um, I listened to the entire series of Up and Vanished. Oh, um, yeah. And and it was really interesting. Tara Tara Grinstead. Yeah. 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 Um, This woman went missing in Georgia. And this this man, Payne Lindsay, started a podcast about the investigation. And it's kind of insane because he brought so much attention to the case that um, I think it was just in the past year that the her murderer actually came forward yep. and was found. Yeah, because it's crazy. It, I, pretty much like he helped bring it to light and basically like helped to get the case reopened and looked at. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah, it's a crazy story. It's a really long listen. There are tons of episodes in that particular series, but then he also got um a TV show out of it. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's on discovery or id or something like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah really interesting so yeah we love true crime in this household yeah (laughs) love it a lot yeah true crime obsessed is a great one i was subscribed to their patreon for a really long time because that's where you got like the really good documentaries that like were like they talked about cereal they talked about the jinx oh my god so good now Um, i'm just considering listening to that because i know they have like 150 episodes on patreon now it's a lot 
So if you ever want to binge binge listen, it's like five bucks a month that you subscribe to, but you nice. get all of those episodes for free nice. or uh, with your subscription. Cool. Um, what else? Oh, do you want to take a break and we can come back with a couple more hobbies that we like to do? Sure thing. Okay, we'll be back. Welcome back. Let's talk about some other hobbies. So I'm going to talk about my love of books and specifically my love of like reading again. Um, so this is Laura, if you don't recognize my voice. <laughs> um, so since we were furloughed back in March for three months, I started reading again. Like I have never read like even before college, like we graduated college in like 2012 <laughs> And it's been eight years and I still have never really read for pleasure as much as I am doing right now. Mm -hmm. So I really have just dived deep. But I'm also like scared that it's like an obsession that I just fizzle out in in several months. But it's been six months. So I feel like I I feel like... I think you've made a habit of it. I've made a habit of it. It definitely is a practice. Like at first reading a book took me days yeah and days and especially when you're you're obsessed with your phone and devices and screens it's such you have to like trick your brain into slowing down and really reading and paying attention Mm -hmm. and just leaving everything else behind like you can't be distracted by your phone um so I would usually when the weather was really nice I would sit outside with a book read for about I don't know 45 minutes and then I just started reading and reading and reading and like buying books, getting them secondhand. Um, I've just been really glad to like be back into reading for pleasure, especially right now because I love fiction and like reading books are definitely an escape for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially 2020, you need a lot of ways to like cope and self care. So I would say books are like self care for me right now. Yep. Um, and then I joined the little corner of Instagram known as Bookstagram. Oh, man. And I started my own Bookstagram, like, page. <laughs> so if you want to follow me, it's at laura.lovesbooks. <laughs> and I post book reviews and just pictures of my books. It's a really nice little community and, like, nice corner. Everybody's very supportive of one another. They engage a lot. And I feel like... Um, I'm already at like 345 followers, wow. but you know, like our, our beauty Instagram has a lot less than that, Yeah. but I find that like they, people on there don't, don't really engage too much and it's the same people over and over that are engaging. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because the beauty, commu- beauty community is just gigantic on yeah. Instagram as it's well. It's hard to find like genuine connection unless you are like a micro-influencer, but even then, like, when people have 20,000 followers, you kind of get lost, and so I'm oh, trying yeah. to really connect with people like me, who have literally, like, just started their pages, don't have a lot of followers, but are really eager to, like, you know, share book reviews. Like, I'm getting so many books that I'm putting, like, on my wish lists, um, and I'm on Goodreads, so, like, there's a section there that you can say, like, I want to read this book, so I've been getting a ton of recommendations that way. And it's just been really nice. Um, And I'm also really trying to not buy as many books on Amazon because that's just, like, so easy to do. Mm -hmm. Um, When, you know, there's tons of independent booksellers like Powell's or, you know, whoever they are. There's a million out there, but they're all struggling right now with um, their businesses being shut down or limited in-store browsing and stuff like that. Um, And also, Steve bought me a little free library for our wedding anniversary, which was a huge surprise. Um, our anniversary isn't until October, but 
this huge piece of wood came in the mail the other day and I was like what is this I was like oh did you did you get a little free library for us and he meant to have it as a surprise but I truly don't think it would have been a surprise because this thing is massive (laughs) um but that's super exciting so little free libraries are these um I mean you can set one up yourself you don't have to like purchase it through the website but you belong to like basically a network and you can put this library on a map and it basically is this little like larger than a mailbox size it like it's like a little like a little bookshelf that you mm-hmm. can keep out near your house and it's take a book, share a book, like you can donate books and leave them in there or you can take a book. And the other day like me and him went walking around. We found a bunch in our neighborhood. We went to at least 4. Wow. And they're all over the place and you just have to look at this map and you know, you just take a little walk. We took a bag of books that I no longer wanted and so you leave a book and then you can take whatever you want in there. And sometimes people will leave like supplies or pens or bookmarks and it's just really nice. It's a great way to, you know, be out in your neighborhood. Um, You know, maybe you're not interacting with your neighbors, but you are interacting with this thing that like, you know, people can access for free. There's no, you know, cost involved. Um, So it's really good. I'm excited to get to like paint it and then hopefully install it soon before it starts raining and fill it with books and magazines and just like... You know, I don't see any on our main street, too. So no. that would be nice for it to be something that people see really often. So yeah. I'm excited about that. That's cool. What other hobbies do you have, Karina? Um, so ever since COVID happened, um, of course, everyone on the Internet had seen people playing the new Animal Crossing game. Oh, that's <laughs> where we're going. <laughs> that, we're, we're taking it in that direction. Okay. Um... And I don't ever really play video games. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael is the one that plays video games all the time. Um, and the thing with video games is that everything that he plays is like really scary, and I don't like the the anxiety that it gives yeah, me. Yeah, he does. I don't like, like being chased. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to explore and like just do little tasks. Like that's why, for some reason, now that I say that, it's weird that I loved Skyrim so much. Because you f- do fight a lot in it, but it's so open world that you have, like, the freedom to just do whatever the heck you wanted. And mm-hmm. you don't even actually have to play the storyline. You can just right. do whatever. Yeah. That's what I like. And <laughs> so Animal Crossing came out. <laughs> and we already had a Nintendo Switch. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. I wonder what it is. And so he had, like, an old version of it on one of his, like, DS lights or something like that. And so I started playing the old version of it. And I was like, oh, God, I kind of like it. It's so it's like you do the same tasks every day. And mm-hmm. basically the the goal of the game is to like get <laughs> get. OK, this is going to sound stupid. You get this uh, dog musician <laughs> Wait, <laughs> to what? come to your island. That's the goal. And then after that, it unlocks the ability to like terraform, like change the actual like what? earth setup of your island like what? add rivers and cliffs and stuff i didn't know you had to wait for a dog to come <laughs> i thought you could just do whatever yeah oh so God. basically well that's how it what it is in the new animal crossing so <laughs> he bought me animal crossing new horizons for the switch and uh-huh. i've been playing it since like i think june mm-hmm. was it june I don't know. june was so long ago i don't even remember um and yeah so I got to that point and then I started doing the terraforming thing and I kind of just 
few weeks went by and I was like, you know what? Like everybody on the Animal Crossing Reddit shares photos of their island and like some of them look so cute and so like well thought out and like they spend a lot of time. Oh, they spend a ton of time. Like are there like hacks that you can do to like make more money like bells? Yes. Okay. That's it's called time traveling. So you just change the date and time on your switch. Oh my god. To go forward in time and basically like <laughs> wow. The interest in your bank account oh, you gets earn, you money. You earn interest? Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. So um anyway, Animal Crossing. So I had the I had my first <laughs> island and then I got to the point where KKK whatever the heck his name is came to the came to the island <laughs> cuz after that then you're you're able to do the terraforming and then, like a few weeks went by and I was like, "You know what?" I kind of hate my island, so I scrapped it, and I deleted my save data, and I just started over again, like, a week ago. Oh. Already, I like this island so much better. <laughs> I miss my little old villagers, though, because I have all new ones, but they're kind of funny now, so. I play like, an yeah. iPhone version of Animal Crossing. It's called Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's similar, but you can't, like, build a whole house. Whatever. Yeah. It is fun. But I think this time, I, because I actually... My first island, I was like, oh, I'm just going to place this here randomly. And then as soon as, like, I could get more into it and, like, start changing other things, I was like, I really hate the way this is laid out. So my new island, I'm, like, really actually thinking about where I'm putting, like, buildings and houses and stuff. Because I want to make it cute. (laughs) It's literally just, like, interior decorating in a video game. Like, that's all I'm... It's so... It's so chill. It, like, takes up a lot of time. It was, like, the perfect quarantine game. And it sold, like, millions of copies because of... (laughs) Oh, I know. I don't know so, if it's yeah. just sold out, but I remember Switches were out for a really long time because mm-hmm. everybody wanted one. It's just a super chill game. So if you kind of like stuff like that, I recommend Animal Crossing or there's another game called Stardew Valley mm. where you're um, basically it's farming uh-huh. and it changes with the seasons. Uh-huh. Um, I love Animal Crossing too because the game is really pretty, but they also do seasonal updates. So the fall one's gonna come, and there's gonna be like Halloween things. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, but it's cool because then you can visit other people's islands and get a feel for like how they've laid theirs out, like they're decorating, and it's really interesting. So lots of fun, really chill fun, just really chill waste of your time. Chill vibes. <sighs> chill vibes all day. Um, cool. what else do we do? I nap a lot. <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, definitely during furlough, I just allowed myself to take naps, like, every day. Oh, it was mm, so good. Like, every day I was like, okay, I get up. I didn't really, I started eating around, like, noon. And then by, like, two or three, I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap. And then, like, the second half of my day would start. It's like, I didn't do it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what else can you do? Yeah, we weren't, <laughs> we basically weren't supposed to be outside. So, yeah, get I mean, some rest. Same thing's happening right now with these fires raging in our state in California. It's kind of can't even go outside right now. Yeah, it's, the air yeah. quality is so poor. I've been off for work for the last two days. So, but you really can't go outside because the air is literally toxic it's, to your health. Yeah, so it's bad. Guys. It's been like, it's back in quarantine for a few days. Yeah. I know, that's what it feels like. It feels weird. Yeah, hopefully uh, the smoke will clear up sometime by the end of the week. (laughs) Please, God. Like, yeah, it's been really bad here. So, (sighs) this is what kind of changes. Okay, anyway, let's... Okay, no more negative. Hmm. Anything else we'd like to do? Oh, yes, uh, we both cook and bake a lot. Mm -hmm. I do love to cook. I used to be really, really, really into baking. Mm -hmm. 
And then for some reason, it kind of just dropped off of my radar. But obviously during quarantine, we kind of had to cook every meal. Oh yeah, so much cooking. It was a ton of cooking, tons of dishes. What's like your favorite thing to cook? Like, do you have an easy recipe that you are like, it's your go-to? You know, I tend to change up what we cook pretty often. Mm-hmm. What, what would you get? Be like, do you try something recipe? new every time or do you like? Mostly. Really? I mean, Michael's the one that does like the big like roast things. Like he'll make carnitas a lot and we just made like a pot roast last night. Hmm. I don't know. I like cooking. Um, I like the prep work. I just like, cause oh. I think cutting and like chopping stuff is therapeutic. Yeah. I like making soup. Oh, what kind of soup do you like to make? So, um, we usually do, like, in the fall, which I'm very excited for because it's coming up, um, (laughs) I like to do, like, a sausage and kale soup with, like, white beans. Yeah. Maybe some pasta. Yum. Yeah. Um, Mm. I do, I do, we don't eat a ton of pasta, but, like, I like to make my own, like, meat sauce. Like, I made my own bolognese the other week. That was really good. I love that kind of stuff. I just like stuff with a lot of prep. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. just it's just like therapy. It's like baking. Like I like the process of baking. Yeah. Like I made a huge pan of brownies yesterday and it it there's a lot of prep too because it's like from scratch plus I had to like melt chocolate in butter and then like, you know, do all this other stuff instead of just using a box. Um, but I like the I like the process of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating it right now. And good god, it's so fudgy. So anyway, fudgy. so fudgy. Um, you know that Claire Saffitz's book is coming out next month. Oh, it's already on pre-order for me. Oh wow, wow, wow! It's a dessert person. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I hope it's not too complicated, though. I don't think so. Okay, because I know when like people do cookbooks and like they like the dessert stuff, it's always like way too complicated. I'm like it doesn't need to be like pastry chef level. Yeah. Like people aren't going getting cookbooks to learn pastry chef level stuff. <laughs> Design on a... Um, what else do I like to do? Oh, yeah. So, cooking and baking. I definitely cook a lot more than I bake. I like cooking, and I like cooking things that can be done in all in one pot. I hate having so many dishes to do. hmm And I'm definitely, like, a clean-as-I-go person. But at the end Same. of the day, I all want it to be in one pot. I cannot stand when things are, like, in multiple dishes and, like, <laughs> pans and pots. I just want it all to be together because, number one, I love to eat out of a bowl, and I don't like eating separate, you know, like, I don't like eating a meat, a starch, and a vegetable. I like everything all together. Like, if I make a pasta, there's either meat or no meat, and then a vegetable, and, like, that's it. Or I make a bowl where it's a ri- it's rice, beans, everything's all in one dish. Like, yeah. nothing is, like, separated. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Yeah. I can't stand multiple dishes. I just want it to be done. You know? And, like, I try to make cooking really easy for myself, And I just, I don't know. I'm not, like, I won't do a roast chicken. I'll do, like, chicken thighs and then cook, like, everything in the same pan. Or, like, do a sheet pan of, like, vegetables and chicken. And, like, it's all in one pan. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? See, I think I'm the opposite. I just love prep work. Like, I don't know why. I just can't. I just love, I just like spending a lot of time in the kitchen. Because then I can, like, listen to a podcast and just kind of be in the zone and do that kind of stuff. And... Um, like the other weekend I made, um, Indian food from scratch and it came out so good. Like I made my own palak paneer, which is like the spinach Mm -hmm. with like the paneer cubes. And so I made my own paneer, came out amazing. 
Um, and I also made a chicken korma from scratch. Ooh. That was really good. Steve made naan the other night. I know. Good. I bought I bought the naan, so not everything was homemade, but <laughs> I, you know, I made everything else, mm. so that counts. But it was really, really good. Um, yeah, I love watching. I love watching cooking shows. Mm-hmm. That's another like therapeutic thing for me to watch. Is just like I watch a couple people on YouTube, and then like shows like Chef's Table is always really cool. Yeah, on Netflix, um, Nigella Lawson. I mean, mm, come on, the best. she's the goddess. Well, she's the queen of like the making it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. She's and like, like indulging. She's like just use the full fat. Who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> Um, yeah, cooking, baking, and then, what else? You like to do your nails. I really do. You are like a nail, you like, you do, like, how often do you do your nails? What do you do? Sometimes twice a week. Wow. Because I work with my hands, and I, that's the only way I won't bite my nails and pick up my cuticles, is if they look cute, like, look cute and, like, polished and done. Yeah, that's true. My cuticles have always been dry, and I've always picked at them. My nails will never grow beyond, like, three millimeters, and that's <laughs> fine, and I've, I'm okay with that. Um, but I've also gotten a whole gel polish setup with, like, the little UV lamp and all that stuff, and I got a ton of gel polishes over COVID, a lot, um, <laughs> and I prefer using those, like, in, like, uh, intermittent, what am I trying to say? alternating between gel and regular polish okay just because gel lasts a lot longer um and then i do have a ton of regular nail polish guys it's yeah. a whole wall it's true um <laughs> and i like to do my toes as well like i never spend money to go to a salon ever yeah i've always done my own nails and a pedicure would be like a once a maybe once a year treat once a year guys mm-hmm. because i mean that's it's more about like the scrub and the massage and all that stuff rather than just like painting your nails. painting my nails. I yeah. just paint my nails just to have them look cute. Right. And so I won't pick it up. But yes, painting my nails is like another like therapeutic thing. I will watch a movie on the background and just like get into it. Yeah. Lovely. Kind of like my skincare routine. I kind of just like set aside like 20 minutes to just <laughs> moisturize. Hmm. Yeah. It's nice. All right. Yeah. Are we well, coming to the end of this chat? I think so. I think we're good. I, think I we're don't have, good like, space. I'm not one of those people that has, like, eight billion different hobbies. Like, no. I like what I like, and I, like, get in the zone when I yeah. do it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you can follow us on Instagram at Glow and Tell Podcast. If you like to read books and you want re- book recommendations, you can follow me at Laura.LovesBooks. And yeah, that's that's it. You should tell us about your hobbies, guys. Um, maybe we'll post some stories and have you send in some send them some comments. I'd yeah. love to hear what other people do in their free time. Yeah, especially now that a lot of free time has to kind of be indoors mm-hmm. and or just away from the general population. That is true. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, remember, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your mom's friends. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.